post-apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. We're still finishing our uh, Corey thoughts uh, right before we started uh, <sighs> uh, podcasting. Um, it's almost like since the last one, I've generated more, <laughs> more thoughts. <laughs> it was funny. Someone at work what, was at the show. Did I tell you that? I overheard. Uh, I heard that someone I knew post uh, pod mm-hmm. was at the show bef- the night prior. Oh. So um, during the preview show, did, I was that a, a, was during, that a preview show? The, the, the one we were just at was a preview. <laughs> that was <laughs> it's all a show. preview for something. Well, no, remember how uh, there was the the mini tour before the big tour? So were they? Oh at no, the, the night the Thursday the Thursday oh, night we were okay. on the Friday night. Yeah, I was at work and I think it was the art department was eating lunch and this uh, lady there she was she was roughly my age. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I got to tell you guys. The show I went to this weekend, and she described, and no one even understood half of what she was saying. Oh, I'm sure. So I listened to it all, and then I ended up running into her later in the kitchen, and I was there, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She so was, she was there for the Friday night. Okay. She didn't stay though the whole night. She's like, "I I had a bail," like, and I was like, "Like most people." I was like, "Yeah, remember when then he came down in the white suit that was lit up? He was vaping and went behind the drum." She's like, "Oh, I missed that." I was like, "Oh, why did you even go?" That was that wasn't late. Well, that was like, that was halfway. That was, was about after, halfway, yeah. Because she saw the Michael thing. So that was the, I guess, the next break, which was probably another 20 minutes after that. Yeah. So she bailed 20 minutes after the Michael Jackson thing. It was probably that thing where one of the angels was performing, and she's like, yeah, I'm good. Because it was, uh, I think it was those songs. Hmm. I think it was four or five songs from Corey, the angel song, the Michael Jackson, plus four more songs than another angel. And that's probably when she left. So she probably left 40 minutes in. Okay. Well, that's just, that's respectable. It's respectable. Number. And it was funny. And the only reason I, from where I was sitting, she was talking about, I went to the show and she started to describe that metal band. She goes, there was mm-hmm. some, I was at this, I was at the whiskey. There was this metal band with masks and there was a baby there. And I went, oh, and then she started talking about Corey. I was like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Now I, now I know. Was it the Dirty Machine or something like that? Yeah, the Dirty Machine. Um, um, who's the sponsor of this week's podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, really? We are? Was she there for Corey or was yes. she just, okay. Yeah, no, she had heard about it and was like, I have to go to this show. Yeah. Although she bought online, it cost her $23. Yeah, it's because I think I was asking you, you know, are you going to go at the door or... Uh, online just because when I went online, yeah, it was like there's a three dollars convenience fee, and uh, I was like, ah, I just, you know, it, it, anyone else, you're just like, eh, three bucks, but it's like I, I'm not, I don't want to spend <laughs> like at the door, like I'm sure it's twenty, yeah. you know, so I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, had I gone to the door and they're like it's twenty three, mm, all right, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, you're already there. It's one of those things where you called ahead to see if there were still tickets yeah. in the. Lady on the phone was like, uh, you, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you even asking me? I mean, we almost didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Corey Feldman is just, it's an amazing thing. When people go out, I've never been to a concert where people come out and go, that was hilarious. And you knew everyone was there just for the, I don't want to say freak show, but it's just yeah. some, something like that. And it's yeah. like, I'm not really into it. Yeah. It's Corey Feldman. It's, you know, we have all have an affection for him yeah. growing up and stuff like that. But, you know, I was going to say it's almost whose name you invoked at the concert. It's almost like going to see William Hung or something. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's see how bad this is or well, how bizarre it is. Like, not bad. 
he was sort of in on it, even though I think he thought he was a little better, but he was in on what William Hung was. You know, like William Hung knew who he was. Right. And that's why we don't hear any more from William Hung. Well, oddly enough, we don't hear any more uh, albums from him. And it was funny because uh, Angie and I were talking about briefly was all the stars of that time that always had an album, but he kept it going. So it's like Scott Baio had two albums when he was a teen star. Oh, Who was it? Uh, Jack Wagner had an album. What was his fame? General Hospital. He was on General Hospital. Okay. I think Alyssa Milano has an album, right? Yeah. Does she? So if you were a teen star, they were just trying to saturate. It was that mid-80s trying to replic- replicate the 60s, 70s. Oh, Elvis Singer put him in a movie. Oh, the Partridge uh, trying to like brand out, you know, like make a yeah. brand as we were talking about. You're an Alyssa Milano brand. Now you're going to go sing. I have no idea if she wanted to or, hey, go record an album. Yeah, yeah you never know. Like back in the day, it was um, the total artist. It was there were singers, they were dancers, uh, actors, and studios would hire them and sort of develop them and put them in different things. Actually, Clint Eastwood was a singer. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he was a dancer, but he was a singer, actor, and they sort of contracted him the studio like Warner Brothers they contracted him mm-hmm. to see where he would go see where he would fit where he would have the best following and so uh, if you look at a lot of the old like old TV shows mm-hmm. you know you see that one character that you love and all of a sudden like he's tap dancing on a show that he's <laughs> like amazing and you're like wait where did that come from it's because that's where what he was at first right. and then they were like let's develop you as this let's develop you as that and instead of like having a manager or agent do that, the studio would do that, and they would be these sort of machines like record labels do for the uh, their musicians. They sort of really develop the talent, look, and everything. And I think that sort of carried over into maybe the seventies, eighties. Today, it's a little. I would almost say whatever it's social media. Social took media over for that because for sure at the time it's like all right, who's the boss isn't filming right now? Get an album out get her through the summer so people are talking about her now she can the kids now just like oh well they already have their brand they're chatting with their fans right now you didn't have to keep them publicly aware so if someone wanted to record an album it's because they want to i don't know if you feel pressured into it unless you were like some child star that i can sing dance and act all right well maybe we'll see if we can push this uh yeah this singing we'll get Corey in here to write some songs for you (laughs) I was talking to someone the other day, and they were saying that they're overhearing uh, an actress. There's someone with an actress who is pretty well known, and and her friends, and they were talking about going on auditions and stuff like that. And a couple of them said that they didn't get the part because their social media following was not up to snuff. Like it wasn't as solid as a contender another contender and so they didn't get the job because of that and so that's wow. that's playing into it now that seems very weird yeah it's like she's better but you know she only has ten thousand followers <laughs> and you know that's probably some the writer director maybe a little older who cares i i want this person in the studio well thirty thousand has been a proven hit yeah and i think it's 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 become that it's become all about social media now and i don't know if people know quite what it is yet like at these studios Mm -hmm. like i know years ago they were like we know that we want to bring in young people because they know what's about social media but the 
uh, studios don't know how to monetize the st- social media yet. Yeah. Now it's different, but I don't know if they really have solved it just yet. Uh, that's why, you know, Kevin Hart and The Rock, who have huge social media followings, they're like, yeah, well, we can use their social media following to just promote the show, to promote right. the movie, and that way we can cut down on our uh, advertising budget. Now I think, like, The Rock and Kevin Hart is like, well, I have either either in their contract or, I don't know, per post. They're like, well, I'm, I got to get money for this. I can't just – I'm not going to just do this for free. Yeah. So because it is it is a huge thing is how everybody, like, communicates with each other. You know, you could see The Rock, you know, eat, you know, 40 pancakes, you know, this morning. But, no, it's it's, it's interesting how that, how that works. I know that was it years ago, maybe even, like, 10 years ago, every single pitch – for a TV show had to include uh, an internet online component. Like so you, like what would be the web version or like the... Yeah, what would be like a, an accompanying website? Like how would you engage the audience outside of the show? So like extra content? Yeah, it's like, wow, we want to be able to have the show have a life outside of its time slot Mm -hmm. and we want to engage the viewers and when we engage the viewers that's how we can get you know more viewers and that's sort of how i guess monetizing things like instagram and the youtube works is that you know not only is it based on your following it's not so much your followers but how engaged people are Mm -hmm. like i guess your comments or whatever so engagement that's just another level of the guy i was working with uh, zach he went to a company because he has a short that's gaining some sort of like buzz on the 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 festival circuit the short festival circuit they brought him in going oh hey we're a company we're thinking of trying to do content just for instagram telling stories just in those 15 seconds and do you guys have ideas how would we tackle that and it's like i feel like you're working the wrong way at that point it's like no we just want instagram content and i was like that just seems like i, I like the idea oh of, so he he was contacted for for that. actually like hey can you pitch us a show for instagram he's like i can but but that's not really yeah. that's like what do you want me to do with that they're trying to work a way of maybe getting the popularity and work backwards oh wow people really love this instagram thing try to make it seem someone's just doing it their personal account type of oh wow this guy's really talented let's give him a show sort of reverse it but they're actually producing the show mm-hmm. and then get enough buzz to make. It's almost like they're trying to, it's like a demo reel. Got it. Hey, we can get some more money this way. I get it. I guess that does make sense. Hey, if you could go to a meeting, pitch your show and go, hey, and then with these three characters, we'll spin them off to these little side stories on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And I'm sure they'd be like, oh my God, this is perfect. We can do, you know, little behind the scene videos with them on YouTube. and Yeah. Would would you just say, well, just cut my movie up to fifteen seconds a piece and just put this post? That would be my thing. It's like here you go. Just like hey, look, it's a f- fifteen minutes. Yeah, I got your years worth of yeah. content. <laughs> exactly. Just have at it. So just pay me now to write the next thing. Yeah. Well, I looked it up. Alyssa Milano has four albums. Four. Four. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. That was around the ninety one and ninety two. She bust out two in eighty nine. <laughs> Two albums. Like, nobody does that. Yeah, no, she is a. Uh, and she did. She was doing Who's the Boss at that time, right? That was a. Uh, would have been towards the tail end. The tail end, yeah. Damn. So there you go. So four albums. Uh, I gotta go. I don't listen to those. Let's see. I wonder if she wrote any of her songs. Just getting that big publishing money. Uh, she did not write any of the songs, but a Tom Milano did. Is that her dad? 
look into the audience to see um, if uh, it's, it's got to be a lot. Of, it was Joey Carbone and Tom Milano. They sound like the most fake name. Joey Carbone sounds like a character from Goodfellas. I, <laughs> hey, let me get Joey Carbone in here. I'll write you some songs. It's the guy who gets frozen, you know, he's thrown in the freezer after they kill him. Yeah. After they whack him. That song didn't hit number yeah. one. You're <laughs> dead. Ove. Yeah. Let's Ove. You know. <laughs> it's like some shady dealings going on with the album. Uh, Jamie Jazz uh, wrote songs on her last album. I don't know. I who don't know who that is. is. So her last album, eight songs. So she was just, uh, you know. Keep it tight, you know. Yeah. Just give the fans what they want and get out. She was uh, did really well in Japan and Korea. Oh, okay. Well, this, see, that's that she has an be, audience, so that may be why you make you just never know what kind of financial return. Maybe that's good money, and then that's why you make these. Albums. It could be that weird thing of I still get checks yeah. from that one album I did in ninety. <laughs> they still play it over there. It's like the top ten every week. It's like, oh, there's that molest. We don't know when the next one's gonna be. It's been twenty five <laughs> years, but it's it's coming. You're in uh, one of the restaurants over there, and like on the speaker you hear <laughs> maybe she was one of the ones when we were at shoujin remember how they were doing like yeah. 15 second pop hits oh, so she yeah, could yeah. have been one of those we would have never known could have been so now we'll have to revisit uh visit her albums yeah I'll, I'll have to visit her album <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then now i have to look up scott bayo because i i believe he just I had know, two now that you say that yeah, i do remember hearing that i don't remember his music though it was. I don't think I would have been interested at the time. Do you have it on you right now? <laughs> oh, you have the album. I had at least one, if not two, and saw him in concert at Disney. Well, your sister was there too. Yeah, my sister was in our town, but that was at one of those uh, grad night things, right? No. Oh, I think I thought hers was grad when, night, but when I went was during spring break in the early '80s, and I had just discovered C. Thomas Howell. Mm-hmm. And he was there. Sure. And then I <laughs> went for scott baio see thomas showed up and then all of a sudden scott baio was not good enough to serve her ice cream at that wow. point poor chachi <laughs> just getting shit on the whole time. yeah uh yeah it was two albums scott baio the first one and then the boys are out tonight in 83 was he was he good was he serviceable at least? i think so okay <laughs> serviceable i, I mean it's just know. like I mean, Yeah. I mean, was this pre-Charles in Charge, you know? No, this would have been Happy Days right before Charles in Charge. Because I believe Charles in Charge was 84, and his album was 83. 84, 85, I think, was Charles in Charge. I'm trying to think, because I think Happy Days went to 84, 85, and then they just went from there. I think this pod is getting to be all over the place, but I just like like that we're going, (laughs) Charles in Charge. Okay, Charles in Charge. What network was that on? Charles and Chart. I'm going to say NBC. It has to be NBC. But I thought it was a Saturday show. Yeah, it was some weird kind of thing. And I watched it. And I remember I, think, I watched the crap out of I it. I remember thinking, I am probably the only one who watches it. And going out and literally everyone is watching Charles and Chart. They went eight years or and something like that. And it was the, I don't even know how I found it. Like you could even, well, I guess today you could do it because you have like crackle or something but it's like i don't even know what that is. i don't know how to find it but shows sure. are getting eighth seasons on crackle and it's like who's watching it but who even knows what it is i thought it was like i still think it's like 
Cracker Jack or some sort of. <laughs> it's that, that thing when we were talking about the Good Witch. I go, hey, got picked up for a fifth yeah. season. You're like, what's that? I, go, I have no idea. I'm five movies in. <laughs> and Sure. It just gives people like me and you hope for getting <laughs> stuff on it because it's like, I guess everybody can do it. I mean, there's, there's an outlet for everything. There's literally too much content out there now that, you know, even the big shows, hey, Rob, have you seen so-and-so? You're like, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. It's, I got a life. I got a job. I got a wife. It's just so many but yet, things I got to do. If I mention the five shows <clears throat> I'm watching, they're not watching it. Yeah. So I don't know. We, we just had this conversation where Charles in Charge 126 episodes. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Probably uh, seen them all. 84 to 1990. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. And that's the thing. It was like, I think there's a lot of content, but there's also a lot of good content. Like the fact that we're probably watching different shows, but they're probably really good. Mm-hmm. Like we could both probably interchange the shows we're watching and go, oh, wow, that was really good. And that was good. But everyone watches Game of Thrones. We don't watch Game of Thrones. People are in their like seventh season House of Cards. We stopped House of Cards at season two. So yeah, it's just everything. There's just so much of everything right now. And then you, then you have your Crackle, and then you have your Sony app, and then you have Yahoo has content, and AOL, AOL Go has a content. So And then Apple just announced that they're investing a billion dollars in original content now. Wow. So, yeah. So it's, I'm like, shh. when I saw that, I'm like, great, sure, maybe they're jobs. Other than that, it's like, I don't know if I have time to watch whatever you put out. Uh, the only thing I know I'm excited about is the Karate Kid show on YouTube yes. Red. Yeah. Uh, the Cobra Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, if it's done right, you know, we could, we could start a whole network on just sort of rehashing and remixing 80s stuff. Yeah. yeah and with the karate kid thing is the fact that that that's mine but trademark 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all me john yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, i get a cut is uh yeah don't let tyler perry here oh. he already bought it all he's he's already buyer now and co-filming <laughs> they're in post right yeah. now he's like oh <laughs> that ralph macchio and uh william zapka are on board because i feel like they could right. have done so much more prior to that that this is the one whoever pitched it pitched it well enough that got them on board mm-hmm. because Ralph Macchio doesn't need it. And he goes, I don't need to go back to this franchise. You know, I don't want to yeah, why, diminish. What does he need? To, yeah, exactly. Diminish the idea of it. And it's like, this was the series. He was like, this is the one. And YouTube bred. Yeah. Why not? They bid the right amount. Cause I guess I'm surprised. Cause that seems like a Netflix or Hulu. Absolutely. I guess it just, just depends on, you know, you're negotiating skills, but Netflix is just like, I just heard that they're, 15 billion dollars in debt oh yeah so they're just but they're just spending the money i guess it's gonna come the way they pick up shows is the way networks do pilots yeah networks like hey we're gonna do 15 pilots yeah it cost us you know 35 million but we have three good shows netflix is like we put 15 uh episodes or 15 uh shows up each with 15 or 12 episodes oh those didn't work meh like they're just—it's this weird reverse, but they're just spending way too God, much money. They need yeah. to slow down. They do. I mean, and I guess they're going towards more original content, so they don't have to pay licensing fees mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like the studios did. So that cuts down on cost, but you know, and they're bringing in people who are legit studio heads and 
long-term movie people mm-hmm. and hopefully that can rein stuff in too and tv people and hopefully that can rein things in too but um it's sort of like the whole wouldn't it be cool if scenario hey why don't we have a show this why don't we do this why don't we do this and there's a reason why which is be a cool network in theory but which is a reason why you don't really do that or do not really have that and you have you know budgets in uh network television cable television and the like is just because you can't if it doesn't work you know it's a lot of money spent yeah. and I, I still think it's what it's just subscriber base it's just like the only thing you can do is hope to have more subscribers yeah and i don't know, you know? i feel like at this point they could probably raise raise the rate 25 cents and make up all their money they have so many subscribers that all right we're going to 1050 now okay and then they could just make all their money. Maybe that's their ultimate backup plan. Yeah. It's like, and technically we can add a and, dollar. And, and you're right. And, and they and they have added a dollar like maybe once in the last five years. Yeah. And if they added a dollar today, no one would blink. No. Because it's Netflix and you're getting more content. You can't, they know you can't do that every year. You know, right. Which some companies, not like online uh, streaming companies, but like some companies do, as you notice, they just keep raising and raising and yeah. raising. And it's like, at certain point, it's going to be, what, $25 a month for Netflix, $50 a month. And it's like, well, then it becomes like, oh, okay. I remember when it used to be eight, like, two years ago. Yeah. So it's it's just not – they don't want to – that stigma, too, of just having – gouging people, even though eight, nine bucks a month is nothing. Ten ninety nine. Like, if it went to ten ninety nine, which is a dollar more than I'm spending now, totally fine. Yeah. I feel like we use, we use Netflix <clears throat> like crazy. Yeah. That's our primary – go to so i'm okay yeah and it's it's in the it's in the zeitgeist it's in the, on the mouths of everybody you know you, if you go around you probably hear people say netflix or you say netflix at least once a day yeah you know um it's become like a verb like i'll just netflix it you know it's like it's and that just means maybe i'm watching it on amazon maybe i'm watching it on youtube it's just like it yeah has become a thing hey i'm on netflix tonight yeah doesn't necessarily mean it's netflix it's just sort of become the verb hey netflixing yeah like hey. watching tv it's like a pickup line it's like you want to come over and chill in netflix it's like oh okay that's like a thing like... but then it takes four hours to can actually figure out what to watch yeah oh that's see that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be an app for just going into your brain and just selecting it trademark john trademark john. <laughs> i yeah. should call my friends up in the silicon valley yeah get them working on that it's like look i i need you to know what i like and just only show me those items. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think we end up watching a lot more new content because we'll turn on Netflix and it's the first thing up. It's like, hey, what's this? Yeah. Well, let's just start watching it because I don't want to look scroll down anymore. And it's like, what's this show? White Gold. Don't know I'm watching it because it's right in front of me right now. And there's actually a show called White Gold. Yeah. Like, where'd that come from? Like, White Gold. I was like. Yeah, I'm not trademarking that. that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. How, how was it? How was it? We didn't actually start. We were, uh, we decided to watch Gypsy, even though they got one season with Naomi Watts. Yeah. It's really good. We like Naomi Watts and Billy Crudup's in it. Uh-huh. Slow burn show. Oh, once again, it could have been five seasons. It's a good enough show. I don't know why Netflix is, yeah, we're not doing that one another one. It's like, okay. I'm sure they have their analytics and metrics or whatever. Yeah, I think sure. that's all it is. They... From what I remember when I was doing Grace and Frankie was that they know how many people obviously fit. They know everything. But Mm -hmm. when people get hooked, when people get turned off, and if people complete the series. 
So I'm sure maybe it was one of those things they watched. A lot of people watched first one and went, hmm. And then they saw a trail of, oh, everyone did finish it. Or, wow, people stopped at five. And then they're just like, well, we're not going to spend the money. I mean, yeah. that's real world. That's real world numbers as opposed to these Nielsen <laughs> right. sort of, you know, made up numbers. Yeah, extrapolated, you know. Studios are afraid to let go of the Nielsen model just because it it's one of those things where it's like it has always pretty much always been so mm -hmm. they're like this is how we measure uh audience and this is how we this is what we use to get our, our ad buys i think you know as the digital age came about the advertisers got smart so, wait a minute yeah this isn't like relevant anymore because you guys are sort of extrapolating how many viewers we get it's like one person equals like ten thousand people yeah which is more accurate data now um of like who's actually watching and of course you don't want to do that because if you find out yeah. who's actually watching the numbers the numbers would go down you know the um the ad buys will go down significantly and this has switched obviously i don't know with the percentage now but um the amount of uh ad buys on the internet you know when I heard about it first, it was like at 18%, which was huge for online. Mm -hmm. But now it's probably, it might even be more than 50. Wow. You know, just because it's, that's how people watch, you know. I mean, you just said just five minutes ago that you guys watch Netflix exclusively. I only watch stuff on my computer too. Like mm -hmm. I don't, this appointment television, I don't do. Like even, even though I haven't caught up, something like Game of Thrones, which... You know, people still have watch parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I watch it when I watch it because I know that as soon as it's over, I can just go to the app and, and watch it. Yeah. You know, it's there's no consequence. Live events like games or something, mm -hmm. football games, basketball games, those still, obviously, are appointment television. But everything else, you know, it's on demand. Yeah, I have no hard <clears throat> feelings. It's like, oh, we didn't watch it Sunday? Eh, it's there. Yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I didn't lose it. And you're going to lose viewers or anything. It's like, oh, they didn't. Oh, our our Sunday numbers. Trust us. Everyone watched it. That's why they do all like the DVR numbers and the right. uh, app numbers because they can get that. That's real numbers. No, totally. I mean, I bet they like when <clears throat> things went to Hulu at first because like regular network shows, because then they could probably get real numbers. Like all of a sudden, you know, like Modern Family, like two days later is on Hulu and everyone maybe watches it going, oh, that's real numbers. Because yeah. they can just ask Hulu, hey, what's the major? It's like, oh, 80% of the people that started it finished it. Good to know. People like our show. And then maybe worry about, hey, at what point did people stop watching? And then, But then you could probably over-dice it up. It's like, well, when he's on screen, you know, viewership goes up. And, you know, and then you start, you, then you could almost micromanage a show. Right. Like you could game it. It's like, okay, well, make sure these two characters are always on the show. And get through the whole thing. It's like, great. You can win. You can win TV. You can win. It's it's a game. You can <laughs> yeah. win. Hashtag winning. Yeah. Hashtag winning. So um, sick of winning. <laughs> hashtag Trump. Uh, well, I was gonna go back to what you were saying. The actress that didn't get it. So that was what we would. What you were talking about before is the brand. So it's like someone who's young, like you're talking about, has to have their brand before they even start. It's yeah. almost like here's my resume. Here's my social media resume. And here's what I, it. it you have to this is everything here's brand me yeah it's like the most in my world it's like the most hated phrases i'm trying to build my brand mm -hmm. and it's always not a legit person who's 
has a you know a business prospectus and you know has put years into this and has a definite like mission statement and everything and they're like i'm going all in this is my business this is my brand my company everything and i'm not even talking about someone like kevin hart or something mm-hmm. who he has a brand but he he's has legi- a brand now he's legit yeah. like he built something to where it's like he is actually is a brand mm-hmm. legitimate and i'm talking about like the person on the street who you know signed up for instagram last week and like now he's like yeah i'm just trying to build my brand you know you just sort of talk to people out in the street mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to build my brand and it's like do you even know what that even is or what that means mm-hmm. and so like you said everyone rob you're a brand it's like no you're a person and maybe you have a company and you're trying yeah. to build that but the brand now is with social media it's the actual person mm-hmm. and the brand could be you know what every day i post what i'm cooking for dinner mm-hmm. and that's my brand yeah. and it's like no it's what you're cooking for dinner <laughs> it's it's dinner yeah. that's what it is and you took a picture and it's like yeah this is this is my brand i can make you know a few hundred dollars on instagram doing this yeah i've been on instagram a lot this week just trying to figure i just love just trying to figure out what's getting views what people are mm-hmm. looking at and it's just you know from i get it about fashion and stuff like that but from a woman who's you know you know sort of fashion forward but she's just like it's just like her in different locations just taking either a selfie or there's probably the boyfriend or whoever is mm-hmm. taking the pictures five thousand likes and it's yeah. like okay why it's just to me it's just oh this is someone who's taking a picture in front of a church or yeah. you know a museum or something and it's like i don't know what why i would follow this um but obviously people do you know. Well, there's like those uh, Instagram places almost where I think we're in I don't know, Hollywood or something and there is a wall that has graffiti or just artwork on it. And all of a sudden, Angela's like, oh, everyone gets their photo in front of this and post it. Huh. Okay. I had no idea. And then you and, do the hashtag. Yeah, like then... hashtag where you are. And then everyone says, oh, my God, they went to that spot. And I had no idea. There's just all these, you know, places. I think if you're going to build a brand, get a dog or food because without a doubt because if you look at anything where i was looking at donuts earlier from donut farm and i was like oh man that looks really good five thousand likes it's just someone holding a donut there are times i'll just look at it going that looks good just keep scrolling yeah i don't need to like everything that looks good so so there's five thousand likes and then i go okay you see it you follow it you like like you know you like the instagram account you push like sure Mm -hmm. but then i go okay that's fine. It doesn't take anything to, you know, push the thing twice or whatever and like it. But I guess what we were talking about earlier is like engagement. Mm. Who's commenting on it? Like who takes the time to comment on it? Because mm. that, that, that takes a bit more of, oh, let me say a little yeah. something. Then you go to the site and you see so many comments yeah. on this one, the donut, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow, that donut looks good. I, I think I'm going to go to get a donut today. And it's like, you may think that. Yeah. And maybe it's just me I don't, i'm not of the generation but it's like kids today now you know, john's exactly. angry, angry at the wall and it's like but i'm gonna comment about it but i don't care what you look at on youtube you gotta everybody's commenting you mm-hmm. know and of course there's the the bullies and you know it devolves into well you should you shut up no you shut up yeah. well you're not worthy of this it's like 
where did that come from? And this about a donut yeah. I just looked at? Because I, I just looked at this donut, and all of a sudden, you guys are about to get in a fist fight. Exactly. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> people are mean. Yeah. Uh, fine people on both sides, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's people just... are mean is the name of this podcast right now. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um, but it's, I guess it's like people do. It's like, yeah, I, I'm going to comment, and I'm going to write a comment on it. No matter what it is, and I watch this video, I'm going to comment. Like it's, it's almost like it's second nature to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be that. It can't be that sort of. It can't come into your brain where you're like, "Do I like this enough to comment?" It's like, of course, I comment on everything. This mm-hmm. is what I do. This is how I build my brand. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm in the comments brand. <laughs> exactly. So I guess it's what happens. Um, but like you said, if you can post a picture of yourself holding a donut and get 5,000 likes. I mean, that's, it's, it's amazing to me. It doesn't, and it just clues me in into what the world really is. It's like, I, I could, I could like it too. Yeah. You know, I could like, Oh yeah, I like donuts. <laughs> or if it's like donut friend, or if it's like, yeah. a, uh, we're not sponsored by donut friend, yeah. but we could be, um, <laughs> it was like a, the bacon donut yeah. or something like that. Then you're like, wow, you know, I like that. And then you comment on it and you're like, Oh, okay. I've, I've been to donut friend and you have like, uh, an engagement about it. It's just like, if you texted me a picture of that, mm-hmm. I, I would comment back. You yeah, know, obviously. But we're in an engagement at, already right. at that point. That, but yeah, you know, somebody you just follow it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, uh, it always amazes me. I think I told you about the, uh, it was like 300,000 views and it was a college student and she was just showing people her art supplies. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just like, this is my drawer where I keep all my pens and then I keep my paints over here and, uh, here I have my dolls, you know, eh, Star Wars action figures. Don't worry about that. This is, I just like them. They're cool. And then I have my, uh, magic uh, copic markers over here and i use this one and i have but this did you one. ever see this person's art or it was just there all her videos were no, just her stuff. no this was just her stuff <laughs> and it was like i'm waiting to get this color but um i haven't gotten that color yet and i'm a college student so i need more money but here are the colors i have and i'm, I'm looking at it and i'm like this is first of all i'm watching i was it. gonna say <laughs> you're like so, crapping on it it's like wait I'm it's like wait episode. a minute i'm watching this because i'm i was interested in using copic markers okay um, you went down that rabbit hole you oh copic yeah markers so it's like copic that, markers yeah. like i really like to see the art and like how they're used and they're really really cool and then you know it just leads into that like mousetrap of uh videos and then you click and you click and you click oh okay someone has well yeah and especially if you see that you can tell from the still the quality of the video looks yeah. really good you're like all right i'm gonna click that one right exactly that that's part of building your brand yeah. and so i clicked on it and i'm like because i was waiting i was waiting for right the art mm-hmm. and so that's what i was like hmm. and maybe that's what other people were doing too like where is the art yeah because especially if you're interested in those markers so she starts describing each one you're like okay this is good to know all right yeah. now she's pointing at other thing all right maybe i'll just skip a little bit at what yeah. point do we see art and now she's pointing at stuff that has nothing to do with that's my cat and that's it <laughs> and you just go oh this is not and now i have to finish it because yeah. i dying to know what happened <laughs> yeah 
1.2 million subscribers. Oh, okay. And the cat has an Instagram yeah, with 5,000 likes. And that's the <laughs> other thing. It's like people talk about their dogs and their cats. She has an Instagram. Her Instagram is fluffy. You know, it's like our neighbors did that. Our neighbors have this dog. At, uh, what is it? A Bernice Mountain something. And like, oh, yeah, we were just taking photos for our Instagram account. And Angela's like, oh, what's the Instagram? It's pretty awesome, though. It's I mean, it's our neighbor's dog. They just take posed photos with of the dog yeah. and different things, new bandana and a new washed it. But it is crazy. Yeah, that's. But the but these animal are Instagrams really. My Instagram. Yeah. Dogs and cats. Yeah. But you. But you take care of dogs and cats. Okay. I mean, that's your job. That's your brand. <laughs> that is that is your brand. It's see, it is. Yeah. No, definitely. But see, you have an angle. Like you, you take care of them. Like. I would, oh, wow. Like, I can literally think that every time I see your posts, there will be a different house, a different uh, dog, a different cat, or whatever the yeah. animal may be. And it's like, that's cool. That's an angle. That's actually something that's interesting. But when it's like, here's my dog, we're at the park, or here's this. It's not even like, here's my dog in a, a romper, you yeah. know, or something like that. It's it's, it's I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, you have these dogs who they just dress up in, like, uh, well-groomed. They dress up in these outfits every day and stuff like that. And the dog really is a brand. Your dog doesn't have an Instagram account. You have an Instagram yeah. account. Of your dog. Of your dog. It's yeah. not like she has an Instagram. No, she's not up there posting. If she, if it is, then that's amazing. Then you're making more money. Exactly. <laughs> as much as you... Or getting your coffee and your baristas talking about her coffee brand or something. Yeah. It is something with the project you're currently working on. You're thinking about that because it's something you have to think about now. Whereas normally that wouldn't have been something. Like when you're in film school, you were more looking for. No, didn't even. You're like, look, I just want to make the these type of films, which would end up ultimately being your brand. But that's like a side project of it or side product of it. But now like you're doing your thing and now you have to sit there going, oh, well, I could then do this for instagram oh i can link up this with my twitter and it's now it's that thing of you you have to now from what your first project was is now you have to side think it it's just now part of what you're thinking about going you know what i could probably do some little offshoots for instagram it's now you're thinking about the brand of your project and who you are accident but you're also working towards you you're not just sitting at starbucks hey i'm working on my brand yeah what do you do <clears throat> i don't know i'm working on my brand and yeah, and no, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I've, and I'm watching, you know, videos of yeah. people who, not that everyone has to, not going to film school, and they talk about brands. Mm -hmm. And I have to sit there and I have to go, look, this guy's 25, he's talking about brands, mm -hmm. what you have to do. I'm going to listen. I'm going to yeah. keep it open. I'm not going to go, well, yeah. you know, really, this is not your. Not gonna judge. Yeah, I'm just gonna listen because this is this is where we are today. So yeah, I'm thinking about Instagram. I'm thinking about innovative mm -hmm. Instagram accounts. I have like literally ten ideas right. for Instagram accounts, and I'm probably gonna do all ten because yeah. I have ten thousand photos I could post today. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, what do I do with these photos? Now I I'm gonna just try. I'm just I'm just gonna test the. Mm -hmm. Instagram following and try to play the game and try yeah. to see how how much of a following I can get. Yeah. And it probably would be pretty good if some of these brand makers can do it. Mm -hmm. 
I know I can. Yeah. And it's fun. And I like doing that. Like, I like designing logos. Like, I'm an artist, too. So, I like designing logos. I like doing all these things. However, I'm a filmmaker. Like, this, literally, I was thinking about t-shirts yesterday. (laughs) I was like, and hat. I was on the drive over here. I was thinking about hats (laughs) and a logo. I got this idea. I was like, what? I could be in the business of this, but this is not what I want to do. Like, I just want to get some profile yeah. so I can do what I really want to do, which is make movies. I don't want to be making shirts and hats <laughs> and, you know, continuing to post and yeah. with my mentions and hashtags. And no, it's like, yeah. that's not what I want to do. But I mean, if you want to get noticed now. Yeah. That's what it is, you know? That's what you have to do. Um, And it's interesting you say that he's like, do you have any ideas? Or they're like, do you have any ideas for the Instagram, like, one-offs of 15 seconds each or whatever? That's how a lot of things sort of people back in the day got started. Do you have any ideas for this? Uh, Yeah. Always say yes. Yeah. Uh. They asked Seth MacFarlane. They're like, "Uh, we're looking for, you know, a black sitcom. I don't know. And he goes, I got the sitcom for you, Cleveland, yeah. you know, and then that's how Cleveland got born. It, it reeks of, because I've worked with some of these like internet companies who produce these like web series mm-hmm. and stuff like that, who went under, they probably got on it too, too early, but you know, it's like, oh, Instagram, let's see how we can tell a story through that. And I've already been thinking about this and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do that, but no, nobody's but, coming to me for that. Yeah. But it's yet. Yeah. But it's like, it reeks of people who don't know. And they're like, hmm, maybe Instagram will work for this. Maybe we can create stories for this. And just let's get someone who's hot, someone who's talented, Mm -hmm. and see if they have any ideas to do this. You know who's good at finding hot people that need help? Corey Feldman. Corey (laughs) Feldman. The the genius, and I don't throw that the G word around lately, of Corey Feldman is to have a wife i think we were talking about this last time to have a wife and to convince her that first of all you tell her you're in the number you're one of the hot ones that you know is very talented you're my mangel you're my mangel (laughs) (laughs) but you didn't need as much help as these other girls but people don't realize that hot girls need help too and their self-esteem you know is very low you know oftentimes they're at home you know, no one's asked them out. And it's it's really, really sad. So what we at, you know, Feldman International, what we want to do is is bring in all the hot girls and tell them that they have a place too, you know? And it's like we could give them jobs and, you know, exploit their talents to where, you know, they can, their self-esteem is, is, is raised, you know? Uh, I mean, you got to forward me that interview. Uh, yeah, the interview is just like, mm, yeah, yeah. It seems it's, solid. Yeah. It's a solid logic. And she was pretty. For a minute, I was like, I don't know if this is a line or like a pickup. Because, you know, you know, it was coming. And then finally he goes, well, see, you understand because you're you probably go through it, too. You're he didn't say hot, but he said, you're a beautiful girl, you know, and and I'm sure you've come across this. And she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's probably like, you know, some Yale grad or something. Like, yeah. No, I try to stay away from the creepy guys. That yeah. like they, have a, they have a house for hot girls. So. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, is he going to ask me after the show, hey, why don't you come down to the Angel yeah. Warehouse or wherever it is? The and, Feld Mansion, yeah. I think he calls it. The Feld it. Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
the Feld Mansion. Where hot girls can get jobs. <laughs> exactly. That's a great. It's, that's a great brand. Yeah, I want to see that show on yeah. Instagram. Him just going up to hot girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just sort of pitching like very seriously this stuff. <sighs> wow! And then the wife going, "Yeah, you know that's right. We need to bring." And it's like exclusive. It's exclusive to hot girls. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like we don't accept any one but hot girls. Yeah. It's like uh, a, a weird modeling agency. Yeah, almost alt world yeah. modeling agency. Alt modeling <laughs> agency. Do you think so? What would Corey's brand be? Is it just himself? His brand is his I, name. I, I actually, guess. as far as branding, I think Corey. Corey's brand is actually solid. If you think about, he could use a little more, uh, you know, design and signage. Yeah. You know, to to really put himself out there in the zeitgeist. But it's him. Mm-hmm. It's him. It's him and 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 all of what he is. Because yeah. no matter what happens, if you like him, if you dislike him, like at the show, like he was in on it. Like mm-hmm. he's like, whatever happens, I'm gonna capitalize on it. Yeah. And so when you went to the show, in the beginning, it's like, Corey, yeah, Corey has worked with, and then they list a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Throughout the show, you see clips of the movies he was in because um, he knows that's what black people have yeah. drawn to him in the first place. And it's just, you know, him and his career. And it's Corey Feldman, but he has a history. Mm-hmm. He has a history with us. You know, he's he was a big part of the culture in, you know, the 80s. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, just himself. And I think that's legitimate, but when it's someone we don't know, and they're like, I'm building my brand and you prod just a, just a little further, like this person doesn't know anything. They're just like, I just want to basically be a star, make money. And I guess I got to build a brand, but I don't know really what that is. Well, yeah. If you don't know what you're doing initially other than hey i have an instagram account that's not a brand that's just you having an instagram account which which is which is fine Mm -hmm. just having an instagram account but don't just say don't say that that's a like you said don't say that's a brand that's you in the beginning having an instagram account and then maybe you can develop something later when you have a focused uh idea of what you want to be how you want to insert yourself into the the market problem is 80 90% 90% of people who are trying to do that shouldn't. Yeah. Like everybody shouldn't be a brand. You know, everybody shouldn't be making albums, even though a lot of people do. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Alyssa Milano. I mean, why not? Right. Make, make a band. I mean, you, you, you capitalize on it, you know, I mean, it, it has worked, you know, to have, you know, TV stars, movie stars transition into it. It rarely does, but it has. So yeah. why not? I think it always works better the other way, musician going to actor. I, think, I feel like... Oh, yeah, you're right. Because I don't know anyone that's really been... Started off as an actor and then just became a better singer. I was like, uh, oh, I'm giving up acting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody, but I feel like at uh, least... Be- Rick Springfield? Yeah, Rick Springfield. Oh, was he an actor first? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't he? I thought he was a musician first, then became an actor. Mm-hmm. Well... All right, Rick well, Springfield he's, he's is pretty, on the fence. He's pretty big if, if that's... Well, he's, you know, one of the exceptions. But he's probably was a singer. It could have been one of those things. Oh, I was always in a band. Yeah. I got an acting job. Because it's hard to go to be in a band. I mean, that's a, 
you know, being an another being an actor is it, is very difficult too. But to be able to yeah, command a crowd. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. To command a crowd, musicians doing all that. That's that's a whole other. That's a whole other level. Yeah. You know, you know like, you know, I don't want to see. I, I don't know if I want to see Sam Jackson crooning now. Yeah. You know, Christmas I, album with Sam Jackson. It's like. Ah. I, you don't want that? I mean, I do want that is what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's, a, that would it's be, a bit weird. I would take that because that's just kind of funny. And yeah. it's Sam Jackson probably doing it, not as a joke, but yeah. this is what I'm I'm doing a Christmas album. But if all of a sudden he wants to be go out and do it, I don't know if I'm buying Sam Jackson albums unless it is a Christmas album. I don't, but I'm just, I, I just, there's a movie in my head now about Sam Jackson. <laughs> He just plays himself. The crooner. Yeah, totally. Call it the crooner. Yeah. Oh my god, this is this is amazing. Like I can already see the album cover. Trademark John. Well, that's <laughs> trademark. Exactly. 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just I pick Sam Jackson. Maybe that's that would be awesome. I should have picked someone else, but it's just <laughs> I know. <laughs> Duet with Bruce Willis on one. I mean, it just it just keeps because he's in a band, right? He he did two albums to bruno the return of bruno was the first album and wait the return of bruno first out so where was bruno i think it was that thing of oh i've always been around oh. like sort of a, a thing and then bruno lives was maybe the second one i'm gonna go maybe but i remember listening to that going no i'm good it was the it was the way eddie murphy did party all the time which was awesome for that yeah everything else not so good yeah that was just sort of them just trying it that was probably more influence go record an album i can do anything because he was 24 yeah maybe when he recorded that album so you should go record it out done and it, yeah and he really wanted to do that and it was like because <laughs> with party all the time it was like is this a joke or is he for real and he was for real like he really wanted to be a musician i mean he'd be whatever he wants but it's like i i still think Everyone's thinking, oh, this is Eddie Murphy. I can't separate him from even the way he was singing. And it was like, maybe this is kind of Well, jokey. and to go into a fun party song that seems like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So the whole time you're like, oh, this must be for a movie. This has to be for a movie. And then, no, it's my album. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> hearing the album going, hmm, all right, there it is. And then I just moved on. I liked the party song because it was super catchy. Yeah, you know, that one was... I think I did hear it. I don't remember. I would yeah. definitely say I'd listen to the Eddie Murphy album over the Bruce Willis one again. Because the Bruce Willis one was not. That was him on a harmonica trying to be bluesy. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I think it was some late night show or something he was on. And I was like, hmm. I, it was, it was, wasn't bad. It was just like, but like the kitsch of like having Bruce Willis up there on stage. It was like, okay, now that's cool. But like, is it like as far as. The musical landscape, you know, did it belong in, you know, my top anything? I, no, not really. And now it just becomes that factoid of random people that made albums in the 80s. It's always like, hey, remember the 80s? Even Bruce Willis had an album. It's like, oh, right, Bruce Willis had an album yeah, in the 80s. Did. Yeah. And then, yeah, just all those people that, like Don Johnson had one or two albums. Patrick Swayze had an album. Right, you did. So it, I think just everyone had to. I'm surprised Ralph Macchio didn't have an album. I'm sure they approached him. Yeah. Oh, just do some Karate Kid song. <laughs> oh, like some covers? Yeah. 
totally. <laughs> He's just, we go see him at the whiskey. Hey, remember the Karate Kid? Here's a song from it. I had nothing to do with him. <laughs> just start singing, you're the best around. Yeah. <laughs> Crane kicking the whole time. Start singing it. In the lounge with like a white suit, you know, shirt opened up. It drink in his hand. You're the best. You know, just do the Am I right? Version. Remember that crane yeah. kick? <laughs> totally beat Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> you're the best. Yeah. Around. He tries to do the kick. They're like, no, no, Rob, don't do it. You're too old. Like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. He tries to do it. He falls over. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> and then you just cut to William Zabka in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and then just walk. Slow captain. <laughs> No mercy, am I right? And then just leave. These are 15 uh, second Instagram stories. Pay us. Yeah, pay us money yeah. to do these Instagram stories. Yeah, no, I think, like you're saying too, is the resurgence of all this is insane with uh, the 80s. Like, it, I feel like I don't know what we're doing anymore in the in the TV landscape. Like, But once again, it's like I'm also sort of happy. Cobra Kai show, eating it up. But it's also because I'm from the 80s. I don't know how many kids are going to be like, oh, sweet, this karate show with old people. Oh. I need to, Brent. But it's, is it with, like, the original? Well, it, uh, Ralph Macchio and William Zapka are in it. The, the premise is kind of interesting is William Zapka opens up the Cobra Kai studio. Mm-hmm. So he's there. Ralph Macchio, uh, Daniel LaRusso, is married, has kids, and one of his kids goes learns karate there, and he doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And then they butt heads as adults with un you know it's sort of unsolved issues from their teenage years of them being adults dealing with their past yeah so i'm kind of on board i like the idea of that as a series as opposed to a movie i like the idea of these two guys grown up yeah and seeing each other for the first time and thinking about the old days or whatever but i don't know could go either way no absolutely no it's very interesting um wow i mean and even the karate kid with the Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. That did really well. Yeah. And it's just because of, I think, the franchise. You yeah. Know? Um, I had a class at USC, Black Exploitation, and it was <laughs> Dr. Boyd, and he uh, he would talk about uh, the 70s and black culture and how you could really tell the potency and importance of a <clears throat> a time a genre uh by the generations after who like appropriate it mm-hmm. so he's talking about like gangster rap and sort of rap and how that used a lot of 70s music and still today used yeah. a lot of 70s music uh because you know they just love it so much and it still has that stringer hold on um uh generations that come way after yeah because based on this solid quality of the of the music you know it stands the test of time mm-hmm. um and i think that that's the case with the 80s it's like you give a seven-year-old kid today back to the future and mm-hmm. they're gonna respond to it yeah you know um and in many many uh movies i think tv shows in the 80s too, even though there'll be those sort of like anachronistic things, or at least according to them, where it's like, well, they didn't have cell phones or they didn't have computers, they didn't mm-hmm. have this. But at the same time, I think 
it's so good like it can be appropriated uh today Mm -hmm. you know and you know tomorrow so i think that that's why something like cobra kai could work it's not gonna it's gonna be totally lost on them about oh there was this movie karate kid and like they're grown up and this like it's not gonna looks nothing like jaden smith exactly So, but you put some, you know, it'd be mainly about, you know, what's going on in this. It's kind of just a family show that you saw the the prequel to. It's like, if it just started off, it's like, oh, you know, we had this thing in high school and, you know, there was a karate tournament. As opposed to describing it, you already know the history. So going into it, them talking about their past, like, oh, I know that. Yeah. As opposed to actually having to describe it. It's, you know, it's an adult, it's just a family drama that you've seen the you know the story point on yeah which is kind of interesting yeah no it's 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 all very uh very interesting i'm like interested in this show now but it's funny though that we that that's more prevalent now as opposed to it wasn't like in the 90s or 2000s we were just remaking everything from the 70s right you know i mean there would be occasional where it'd be some movie you never heard of oh hey we're redoing this like all right i have no idea what that movie is but i feel like now it's almost like, all right, from 78 to 91, there we go. You're going to have your full house back. We're going to bring back Urkel again. And, you know, it's a oh, Barney Miller reboot or 21 Jump Street. It just feels like there was this, like, but I know us growing up, we look at it as more of the golden age of yeah. TV. But was it that great from, like, 78 to 91 that we can just go back and cherry pick whatever we want? Right. I mean, I, I think well, the reason why is because the people our age are now in power mm-hmm. in Hollywood. So they're like, well, let's remake what we grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, was it so great? I, we talked about or I talked about Charles in Charge. I mean, it's like you and like most of American children. It was yeah. like amazing. Like Charles, like I wouldn't miss a Charles in Charge. Yeah. I was like had a crush on like Nicole. And yeah. it was like, that's why I watched it. I liked Scott Bayo. I liked the whole, but now I'm thinking about it. It was a goofy show. Yeah. It was one of those family shows that like, you're like, not plausible by yeah. any means. Right. It's like, you look back on it and you're like, okay, I don't know if this holds up. I don't know about Charles in Charge. I haven't rewatched it. Not that I liked Family Matters, but I did watch Family mm-hmm. Matters. I tried to watch it a few months ago. I, I could not, you know, it was not good. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate, obviously, a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a show's well-written, like, you know, going way back before, really, when I think, like, the Jeffersons are all in the family. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch those, and they hold up because the writing, the acting is, is yeah. so well done. Charles in Charge, I don't know. Saved by the Bell. Again, Saturday show, NBC. Cartoons were king. Yeah. Yet this live-action show was watched by everybody yeah and you're like oh i can take a break from cartoons which i love yeah to watch a live action show but it's like you're around that same age as the characters so Mm -hmm. you're like it kind of really spoke to you well and Um, it was the first time i think nbc had done that in a while because prior to that you could see almost any show like say by the bell like on nickelodeon because nickelodeon had tons of shows right that were just like that it just happened to fall saturday morning whoever that genius was that i think I moved mean, it from i think it was a friday night show oh it was, was it? supposed to be like a tgi friday but it wasn't you know on tj friday oh i didn't know um that. and then they moved it to saturdays and saturday mornings and then it just became who would this. think saturday mornings would be 
They probably didn't. They probably, well, we'll just throw it into the, and it just blew yeah. up. And that was it. Yeah. Cartoons, Saved by the Bell cartoons. They weren't even trying to companion show it. Right. Like, I, I don't think there was <clears throat> another live action show. No, after no. It. I it was no. just, there were probably two repeat new one. And then after a while, you weren't even sure because there was like almost no chronological order right. early on. It felt like it was just a show. Because I remember watching cartoons and liking the cartoons, but I couldn't wait for the Saved by the Bell. Well, it was probably that show for you. Not you, exactly, but like no, no, a yeah, show yeah. made for you about people your age. No, totally. That seemed realistic-ish. Like, no, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I, like thought a, it, I thought it was. You know, yeah. I, I, th- I wanted to be, you know, like, like Zach, but like I – Try to you know put myself in that situation like oh I'm in school too I don't know mm-hmm. if I was in high school but I was like I'm in school too yeah. and why is it my school like this but like you could really sort of put yourself there and I think that that's probably I was kind of you know maturing or whatever yeah. you want to call it and uh, probably and reminiscing and oh I why. miss the good old days of junior high yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I was like oh that's nice that's great I mean these these characters were you know oh it's screech I mean. Mm. We all know a screech now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all had a screech in yeah. school. Mr. Belding, who still pops up places, and every time I see him, like... Yeah, he was uh, at my show auditioning, He because casting's not too yeah. far. I was, like, walking to the kitchen. Oh, yeah, Mr. Belding. Yeah, I see him casting, like, <laughs> like, auditioning, too. I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah, that is him. Yeah, I think the whole phenomenon missed Ange, the whole Saved by the Bell. I'm too old. Ange says she was too old for that. But did you watch any of it or no? You didn't watch Ava the Bell? <laughs> like, fuck that noise. She's not, that wasn't part of my brand. Wow. <laughs> she's, she's building a brand. Say by the Bell. No, Say by the Bell didn't fit into my brand. Um, I was just too old, I think. It didn't hit. Well, yeah, and I guess. I'm, I guess I, I was surprised you probably wouldn't have seen it with Helen, but that was. I think she was too young. Right. Oh. So just kind of missed the in between. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't miss anything. It's it was fun to watch at the time, watch, but, but it's it not like yeah. like you watch it. Like show it to you today, you'd be like, "I'm sorry, it's just not. Yeah, this yeah. is not hitting me." Yeah, it is so. funny when you try to do that with something like that. Where, oh my god, I love this as a kid, and you show someone who's never seen it, it's like, "What is it?" Yeah, I just remember it differently. Yeah. I have childhood feelings when I watch it now. Right. Where, but if you watch it now, you're like, "Oof, that is yeah, that is some rough stuff." <laughs> yeah yeah i know you know slater and ac slater and like you think about it kelly you know she walks she can walk down the the hallway in that that set that's just like just like the hallway and, yeah and just the classroom and that's basically all the high school yeah, yeah. it was uh the hallway with lockers the <laughs> yeah. stairs and then that the was stairs. it and Everyone that was, was it. just always turning the same yeah, corner exactly at the same spot and it was sort of always going into that same classroom and, and the principal's office was right there somehow yeah. too. So yeah, he yeah he would just come out in that same yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy though to think with that show at that time that almost all those people are working now. Mark Paul Gosser I think is well, on a show on TNT. Yeah. Mario Lopez hosts everything. Yeah. Tiffany Thiessen has a cooking show or two. Oh. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley acts. She put up my, put air, my quotes. Air, air quotes. Um, uh, the only person that doesn't. Oh well, Screech is in jail. I think he was stabbed someone in the throat. What? Remember that with the pencil was Christmas time. It, he was in Wisconsin. Is it Wisconsin? 
He was Jeez. up there, Minnesota or Wisconsin. Yeah. He was at a bar Christmas Eve with his girlfriend. Someone started – I don't know if he started or someone else said Then he grabbed a, a, a pencil and stabbed someone in the throat. Screech. No one fucks with Screech. Damn. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't write that story. You and, sure it wasn't Shia? No. No, Shia, actually, oddly enough, I had a story pulled up if we were to talk about Shia. Lashed out at a bartender for refusing to serve him fries. Was this recently? Uh, this was about a month ago. And then Shia left calling him racist for not serving him fries. <laughs> I don't know how you racist for not serving fries, but okay. So I don't really know what that's about. So Well, I know that Shia, there's a story. Shia got arrested in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, this was just, that was recent. Yeah. I think this might have been before that. April. So okay. this story is just circulating now. Okay. So, um, oh, and then go back to Say by the Bell and go back to Shia. It was uh, a turtle, Lisa Turtle, uh, Lark, Lark, Vor- Lark Voorhees and Screech are probably the only two. Yeah. Screech makes it because he's just weird and tries to be in the limelight terribly. Like, I think he does reality shows or he stabs someone in the throat. Yeah, he does one of those things. Yeah. And then Lark, part of his brand. she married someone famous though, right? Didn't she sort of... I don't. Maybe, maybe she did, but I know she's. I mean, I, I like had a, the biggest crush on her. I mean, like probably all of the girls, but yeah. like her and yeah. man, she's she looks a lot different. I don't know if she's had like plastic surgery or something, but she, I don't know if she's doing that well. Like right she now. sort of um, fell off and then. Yeah, I mean, she's she, thirty-eight. Oh really? Oh no, she had a. Some sort of meltdown in 2012. So actually, she's yeah, there was... 40 something. So, oh, 43. Yeah, she. There's no real news on her. So apparently, there was a sex tape a year ago. Oh, I mean, that's the way to get famous again. Just I mean, of... I think it. I think it is it's part of your brand. You know, <laughs> what's your brand? Sex tapes. Sex tapes is what it's I like, do. It's like, is that what you do, or is that? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Is I'm more confused on the idea of what your brand is to what you just do. Obviously, there's like the Olsen twins have a brand because they have a clothing line, a perfume line. So it's become more of a thing. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes it's like some people are just actors and they they just <laughs> look, you're an actor and you just have a social media presence. It's not a brand as right. much as it's what you do. You have to engage in order for people to, you know, know who you are. So I don't know if that's a brand as much as it's just I'm doing my job. So I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I think, think that's why I'm confused on the whole brand thing. Are you gonna go to your next and you may not ever have one in, ever in life again because you're you know uh in a circle but if you do have to interview for a job mm-hmm. in the future um are you gonna be asked about your, your brand i hope they if they don't bring it up i might just bring it up myself yeah. well you know i've currently been working on my brand in between these two projects yes yeah. and you know hold on and then just start instagramming yeah. take a photo of them <laughs> Look, I got to keep everyone aware of what's going on with it's my like, brand. And get, I wear my hat with your logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rob, I'm looking at your resume, but I don't, don't see your mentions or your following. I'm not seeing, you know, how many followers you have. It's just a social media breakdown yeah, of my resume. It doesn't exactly. even have what shows I've like, I don't on. really care about your the shows. If you've done your experience, I just need to know how many followers, what your engagement is. It almost seems that you could probably put a resume together. On one side, put, here are all the current shows I'm watching on Netflix. Here's my social media ads, like, hey, we're at John and Robert, and, you know, or because John and Rob. 
here are our likes and views, and here's where you can go. Here's my resume. And that's it. Because people always just ask what you watch anyway. So, yeah. look, I'm just cutting it down. I'm too bad. <laughs> I'm too busy to watch. I'm too busy working on my brand. Yeah. Oh, why aren't you watching Game of Thrones? Brand. Brand recognition. As someone told me, who is a producer, I'm too busy making TV to watch TV. True. <laughs> wow. Did you really just say that? And then he just segues away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just hoverboards away. It's like, mm. I'm like, okay, that, that's where I am. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. True. All right. I, I, I can go down. Well, it, it wasn't true. <laughs> so it was, just like, it was a pilot. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we're just, this is one episode. What, you know, you're and, into, you got to watch TV. And we're just having a conversation. Yeah. But to pull off that arrogance. That was yeah. the 90s arrogance. Like, oh, what are you, are you watching? I don't own a TV. Okay. So I'm going to go talk to this guy now. Yeah. Remember, that was like a big thing for people who didn't own TVs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't own a TV. <clears throat> okay. I, it's like, I don't own a house. I live in my car. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like a badge of honor to uh, to not own a TV. It's like, really? Yeah. But yeah, it's sort of like a badge of honor in this industry when you say, hey, what are you watching? And they go i really don't watch tv you know i mean i go to work and i really don't want to come home and watch tv what do you do netflix yeah oh okay it's kind of <laughs> same thing tv yeah, it used to be exciting when like you had shows where everyone was watching it. yeah like, what are you watching and we would talk about it now it's like either they're not watching tv or um they're binging something you know and it's usually like I watch like Desperate, uh, not Desperate, uh, Real Housewives or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but you're watching shitty shows, binging, and that's the only thing you do. Yeah. Don't admit that. We have a couple people in our office every week talk about keeping up with the Cardassians. Like, oh my God, did you watch last night? Still. And I was like, I would hear them and then I just get up and I don't even want to hear because then I know. Because then all of a sudden, Angel tell me, oh my God, did you hear about this thing? Something? Yeah, I heard about three days ago on Keeping Up with the Kardashian talk that my idiot co-workers were talking about. Wow. But I think, too, it's like it, you start talking like we're watching Twin Peaks now. Mm -hmm. No one else we know is watching Twin Peaks. But then that's also the people you go into that loop of, oh, we're watching House of Cards. Oh, we just started a new season. Oh, we're three behind. But that used to not be a thing. You either watched it or you didn't. Yeah. You weren't. If you were three seasons behind on Friends, you weren't watching Friends. Because there was no right, way to right. catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, maybe during the summer. Or you get like the box set, the box set DVDs that came out for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm not buying that. <laughs> not catch up on the whole season. I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to. Did Ross and Rachel hook up? No. Okay, cool. Maybe next year. Sure. That was about it. Yeah, you know, excuse me. Binge watching is the way that people watch things. Um, I think the studios were kind of blind to the fact that this is what people really want and this mm -hmm. is as soon as you could watch something on demand it was like that's that's how i want to watch it like people have lives people don't want to have to you know stop what they're doing to watch a show now if it's like a weekly thing like a football game or something yeah. like that they'll do but otherwise if game of thrones comes on today and i could watch it like a couple weeks yeah yeah I'll just wait you know i'll close my ears when you know people talk about it and then and even then you're in a you know john snow with the dragon sure 
It's, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll see what that is next week. Because I think I was listening to a podcast, cheating on this one, <laughs> and uh, they were talking about Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and it's like, now it's a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. Now I have to like fast forward through the Game of Thrones talk because I don't want to like oh, spoil okay. it. But you're right. It's like they're talking about like Dracarion and the dragon and it. I have no idea what's going on. It's like, like, I won't know until I visually see who they're uh, talking about. Who? And there are people who watch the show religiously who are like, I, I watch the show. I, I don't know who what's going on. I don't know who these people. I don't know. I have to go back on Wikipedia yeah. during the show. I just hope uh, Khaleesi gets on the dragon and something happens with Jon Snow. That's, about, like, that's the extent of my I'm knowledge. It's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> well, this dragon is one named Khaleesi and Jon Snow. Jon Snow is really in the... The zeitgeist. Yeah. Said that about eight times this podcast. And so, sure. Yeah. That's. He's in the season that I'm in now. There are no dragons. Well, they're dragons, but they're not dragons yet. I always thought there were dragons the whole time. Doesn't she have a dragon? I thought Khaleesi had a baby dragon. There's a, eggs. Oh, eggs. I see now. Oh. So there's not. It's not a dragon yet. I thought there was one from season one, so I had no idea. Season one. Eggs. Oh. Season uh, still eggs? What season are you at? I'm in season one. Oh, okay. So they're eggs, mm-hmm. really ornate dinosaur <laughs> eggs. Sure, sure, yeah. This Why is not? what they look like. Um, so obviously it's going to be a dragon. Um, mm. But you know, I, by the time I get to season twelve or whatever they're in, you know, I, I, I forget what what they. It'll be know. when uh, all of a sudden it'll be uh, red wedding. Oh. The Red Wedding, everyone was talking about. I'm finally here. Red Wedding. Yes, of course. So winter did come. That's about all I I know on that. That's a good, like, comedian joke. So winter did come. Yeah, the winter did come. Am I right? Am I right? And then just walk off the steam. Uh, That'd be amazing, like, if you started the show. So winter did come. You know, like on this, uh, outside of the castle. Mm. So winter did come. Then you go to the main title. (laughs) Start of every show. (laughs) Ornate dragon eggs, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think John and I are going to go work on our brand. Yes. While listening to some Scott Baio, Alyssa Milano, Ricky Schroeder. I can't wait to visit Uh, those albums. Oh, wait. Nicola Ann just had handed me the breaking news. Okay. Nicholas Cage agrees to return stolen dinosaur skull to Mongolia. Oh my god. Is, and so wait, wait, is, is this, this a, a long movie? line for what movie? Yeah, because I, I want to see this movie. It was on Twitter and it said uh, that his real life now has meshed with his cinematic on screen life because of this story. Okay, we had extended podcasts for okay. the four hours. All right, so once again, we'll come back to this. We need to do some more research. So Nicholas Cage agrees to return a stolen dinosaur skull. To Mongolia. Stolen. That means he stole a dinosaur, dinosaur skull from Mongolia. Okay, I'll return it. Wow. I think there's a map on the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> they got the fake one. <laughs> <laughs> I 3D printed that one. <laughs> I don't even... I, all right. That's, I guess that's the end of the show. <laughs> I mean, do 15-second Instagram about that shit. Wow. All right. We need to figure out Nicolas Cage's brand, and it's going to involve uh, dinosaurs. Nicolas Cage returns on the next pod. <laughs> <laughs> that was post-apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. <laughs>